Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Wise, at Joshy Wise on Twitter. This is number 367. Uh, 67 more Spartans than were necessary to defend the pass at Thermopylae, and two more than one podcast every single day for a year. Mm. What'd you make of that, eh? We have an That's- excess of podcasts for the year now. Loads. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, we could we could take the rest of the year off and just say everyone, listen to the old ones. Yeah. You've got loads of them. Although actually the old ones won't have us on them, will they? I don't know where we took over. Anyway. Uh need to I came in at like two hundred and some in. Mm. Two hundred in the late two hundreds BC. Yeah. B I don't B know where I did came the podcast in. after that. That would be we could do B I for before Imogen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. AC for after Cullum. We could do like a sort of like VG pod timeline. I like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, how have you guys been? What have you been eating? Um, I've been eating these like little biscuits. <laughs> Love it. Um, me Tell me more. Tell me all. Um, they are ooh-la-la tea biscuits, double choco hazelnut. Uh, they're vegan friendly, gluten free, no refined sugar. They're organic. They're apparently a sharing bag, which I've just seen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Excellent. I'm always very skeptical of when 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 they tell me what's a sharing bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, well, like, listen, I'll decide that. And, it, uh, <laughs> and and mostly it's not. Let me tell you. How are they? Are they any good? They're they're nice. Yeah. They're not like um. They're just like kind of nice tea biscuits. They're not super heavy kind of things. Mm, um, mm, and sweet. like I've never had them before. They're made by Rhythm 108, if anyone's interested. Sweet, sweet. If uh, <laughs> if the folks at Rhythm want yeah. to send Imogen some free biscuits, she'll she'll plug those every week. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, That's a, a weird brand name for a, a It food, is weird yeah. for, a bit, for, a for a biscuit stuff. maker, it isn't sounds it? Like it sounds like a record like a label or a... Or a radio yeah. station. Yeah, Rhythm that's true. 108. <laughs> yeah, it does actually. Or my, mind you, Twix's thing was it's all in the mix, and that could be a sort of radio thing, couldn't it? Mm, true. You know, so there, there sure. is crossover between the biscuit industry and the music industry. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, um, I the have... sharing bag, Josh, though. Oh, yeah. What the sharing bag tells you is that if you eat the whole thing to yourself, you're a, a glutton. You're a filth pot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm aware of it. And also the, um, the duo. Uh, mm. Thing with chocolate, but you know, because it used to just be like king size Twickers, uh, Twickers, Twickers, <laughs> <laughs> a fusion of Snickers and Twix, the, twi- the Twickers bar. Because um, it used to be you just get a king size one, and it was bloody massive. But then they thought yeah. that's ir- that's irresponsible. Split it up into the duo and tell people to save one for later. We can still sell or the same thing, but we get away with it. The bounty trio, of course. Is that what goes on? Yeah, because it was already a, a duo, wasn't it? The bounty. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> Yeah. So he's yeah, added yeah, yeah. an extra one. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair Much enough. to, you know, Cullum's joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. Bloody loved him. Couldn't get enough of him. <laughs> that's, um, that's my memory of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I also, it, Tesco's were doing the, I think it was three pounds. This will be no good to either one of you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> uh, three pounds or three pounds fifty or something for a Hagen dazs uh, strawberry cheesecake ice cream. Blimey. I I ate the whole pot in a single sitting. Well, we've been eating the Jude's uh, salted caramel vegan ice cream. Yeah, which is someone incredible. else was. T- who else was talking about Me. Jude's? Was it you? Was it you? <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. I wasn't really. Okay. Jude's That's law, you might mm. say. We bought two more pots, mate. Yeah. Sorted. Very nice. Very nice. Mm. 
Um, let's. Do you want to talk about some some games? Maybe. Do we have to? Um, I think people would get quite annoyed if if we didn't. Mm. You know. Right, Although fine. actually, given given the responses to Crumpet Corner, maybe people aren't that interested in. The, maybe they're more <laughs> more interested in yeah. our future. Either I way, I do feel obligated to talk about some. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cue the jingle and I'm gonna tell you about an old game that I've been replaying. So what we'll do is chat about something inane. We're supposed to have one little tiny inane chat. Chat. You know, I could just chat. We'll have a lovely chat. We'd be chatting. Banter. Video games. Chatting. I'll tell you what. Bloody chat. Is it good? Uh, yeah. That's a fact. Brilliant. This week I've been playing uh, an oldie. <clears throat> well, it's not, I mean, it's not that old. It's not as old uh, as uh, GoldenEye, is it? No, no, that that yeah. really is old. I, I, mm. Yeah, you, you went you went a bit nutty with that, and fair play to you. Um, I've been playing Sleeping Dogs. Nice. I haven't Definitive been. Definitive uh, letting them lie. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been letting them lie, Imogen. Excellent. You were right on it, oh. and I was on it as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the definitive thing, so it's whatever. Yeah, it includes all the DLC, remastered visuals, remastered visuals. Yes. Um, it does look it does look really nice actually. Um although I had a weird I had a weird moment when I was playing it but because I'd been playing The Last of Us 2. Um and I was just sort of looking at the faces in Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. And I was thinking like, oh yeah, shit, like in yeah. in your head you still think that or I still think, oh no, 360 was like really good. Like that was awesome, like, really good. But then you think, oh Christ, yeah, no, it's a massive leap forwards. That it? is a hard jump to make backwards from yeah, The Last it- of Us 2 <laughs> to Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> to Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Um, listen, I had a really good time with it. It's really fun. And I know mm-hmm. it, you love it, don't you, Rich? Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah, I um, 100%ed that shit when it first came out. Yeah. All over that- it. That that's I can sort of see myself maybe falling into that trap. I had a bit of a because I told you guys in, in in the sale I bought three games in the days of digital or something that you know the big oh, Sony the days sale. of play yeah days of play and uh, it, I had what did I have I had Sleeping Dogs I had La Noire the mm-hmm. remaster hanky panky edition lovely stuff um, yeah. and I got oh. <laughs> Oh God, I uh, Dan Webb was uh, was not happy. Uh, Dan, the boss man, Dan. Uh, I bought Alakine's gun. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he streamed you it laughing. once. What, so why and said you it was terrible. It, was it? Apparently so. Yeah, I've not played it, but we did one live stream of it. Apparently that I was absent for, and Dad <laughs> said uh, Dan said it was absolutely appalling. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I sort of fucked up. Because, so give you the backstory. So it's like, like a trio of games. They're also, by the way, inadvertently, they're all sort of magic-free, sort of just crime thrillers. It's yeah. good. I did, like I didn't mean to do that, but you know how we're always talking about, or how I'm always talking about. Oh, you know, one of the reasons we need a new Splinter Cell is because, like, there's a lot of games that just that will stray into the supernatural, and like oh. I really love just sort of like straight. You know, espionage. What are you thinking, Rich? I just remembered I've been back to Splinter Cell Blacklist. Now that you mentioned oh, yeah, you um, were. Splinter Cell, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had I'll tell you what, we'll combine this that. and do like a thr- we'll have a thriller chat. I like it. <laughs> we'll have a little thriller chat, and because I've been meaning to go back to, to Blacklist for a little while. You're both um, thrill seekers. That's what we learned. <laughs> oh, love it! That we'll put that on the thumbnail. The thrill seekers. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, and 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 Dan said that a member of the community uh, sent him a copy of Alakine's gun yeah. to to play on a stream or something like that because he didn't because Dan loves Hitman famously so so someone bought that for him because it basically is or supposed to be a kind of clone of uh, Hitman Blood Money. It was sort of like you know let's do that but we'll sort of reskin it and all that sort of stuff. Um, I couldn't play it. It's I mean it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it is all over the shop i loaded yeah. it up and within about two minutes it was just an un the frame rate was in the frame rate was like a satire of frame rate oh it was wow. it was mental <laughs> i was like but i but and i was just a, a person walking in a you know in a courtyard in 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 russia or, or and it or couldn't wherever. handle it <laughs> it just couldn't handle it um and i was thinking to myself well this is funny you know i'll crack on with this i'll persevere um they don't have an option to invert the aim what? Mm. I, I mean, it's your own fault it. for being inverted, to be fair. You what, sorry? It's your own fault for being an inverter. <laughs> really? I maintain uh, the industry, you know, it originated with inverted controls. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm old-fashioned, you know? Actually, that was one thing about GoldenEye that I immediately had to change. The uh, default yeah. inverted aim. And I must, have, I must have played it like that originally. Because I don't yeah, remember ever changing it. So... No. Well, people Weird. just did. Like, it used to be the norm. People just, you know, that's how it was. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I basically couldn't play it because I, I, I wasn't willing to persevere through the whole thing with, like, what I would consider to be weird aim. Yeah. So I thought, yeah. right. So after about 10 minutes, ditched that, went over to Sleeping Dogs, um, <laughs> and I was loving it. I was loving it. It's It feels to me like uh, sort of a bit Yakuza, but also a little bit more Stranglehold. Do you remember mm. Stranglehold? Yeah, and a lot of GTA, obviously. A lot of GTA because it's kind mm. of it's a bigger open world, so it's set in in uh, in Hong Kong. A fictionalized um, version thereof, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's. Although actually, funnily enough, do you know what? <clears throat> I was uh, speaking to a friend of mine the other day, who uh, has lived in London his whole life, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a big fan of like Assassin's Creed and all that sort of stuff, and like, and I think he played the Getaway like back in the day. And he always tries to find like his house or somewhere that he's lived, if, you know, if somewhere's like set in London. Yeah. But when he was a kid, he lived in Hong Kong for a little oh, while. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like, it's a weird fact. It made me laugh because I was talking about it to him the other day and he was like, actually, Sleeping Dogs is the only game where he's actually managed to find his house. Like, apparently it's like a really? fairly like reasonable take on hong kong like it you know it pulls it in it squeezes its sides a little bit it's not quite mm. one to one to one but apparently it's fairly accurate and he was able to find uh, the road that he lived on that's interesting <laughs> yeah it's really funny oh mm. that's bloody good there but anyway yeah. yeah it is good i think in my in my i think i'm right in saying it was the first game to just sort of take the combat from the arkham games uh, one of maybe one, yeah one of because yeah. I know Lord of the Rings uh, the Mordor the Mordor Mordor games. thingy but it wasn't that after Sleeping Dogs the Mordor fellas uh, I think it was 2014 with Shadow of Mordor wasn't it whereas I think Sleeping yeah. Dogs was I want to say 2013 or 2012 2012, 2012 yeah you're yeah, right yeah yeah so mm. I think it was and then but it, I remember it being weird though because there's only been like two like those are the two games and I guess now Spider-Man yeah but like not many games actually took Arkham's Combat Hmm. Unless there's some, like for, unless there's for, some we don't know about. Maybe there's a few yeah. few obscure ones out there. 
Yeah, maybe so. But but it ju- it just works. So you you play this um you play an undercover. It's already it kind of reminded me of like Infernal Affairs or something. You're sort of like an undercover policeman, mm. um, in- infiltrating the Sun on Yi, which is like a crime syndicate in in Hong Kong. Yeah. The kind of the, the triad, um, and it's got this balls to the wall at where you sort of you get into fights with like nine or ten guys, and it's got this crazy like free flowing combat system where you can sort of grapple someone drag them over to like a I don't know like a, a bin and just or a sort meat of like grinder or a meat you, grinder you or a some pretty nasty booth. yeah some pretty nasty stuff in there it was one of those uh, <laughs> one of those fans on that you get on top of like rooftops you know the ones that like blow yeah. out steam well oh. I was I was I was in a fight on a rooftop and I sort of grabbed one fella's head <clears throat> and just sort of shoved it into the fan blades. Yeah. But no. I don't think those fans would be strong enough. It sort of, there was like a shower of blood. And I was thinking, I think his head would just sort of stop the fan, to be honest. But fair enough, you know. They yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Which he wouldn't <laughs> have had before. So he's yeah. still the loser in this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, Sleeping Dog, I'm going to stick with it. It's, it's that classic... Like really nice comfort food, like open world, and it's just a bit like Spider Man, I guess. You know, you sort of play it and you think, oh, there's a load of nice little side things and collectibles, and you can just sort of drive around. And it's just a really good game to have on the side. Yeah. yeah. The sad just, thing just, is, I don't think we'll ever see another one. How comes? Uh, well, the developer shut down, didn't they? Oh, Not I that didn't long know ago. that. I didn't yeah. know that. What yeah. was the developer? I can't remember now. United Front Games. United Front. Yeah, that's... It was... Yeah. Um, it's quite a story, isn't it? The, the origin of Sleeping Dogs. Because oh, yeah. Activision had it. And it was going to be um, a true crime game. Do you remember those? Oh, my God. That's so mental. Because the, the comparison I was going to draw would be... like Was, was going to be to true crime. Yeah, it was basically going to be like true crime Hong Kong. Streets of, uh, streets of Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, they, they binned it. Huh. Uh, Square Enix bought the license, changed mm-hmm. it to Sleeping Dogs, and United Front Games made it. Oh my god! There you go. Do you know it's so funny because without even thinking to myself, because as I was playing it, I was like, oh, "This is like true crime, streets of LA, streets of New York. Like it's mm. basically that template." Yeah. There you go. Shit. But it's funny because they were sort of GTA clones back in the yeah. day. Whereas Sleeping Dogs, whilst you point out, you know, there are some similarities to GTA, but it is. With that combat system, you know, it does really mm. sort of set itself apart. Yeah. Um, Some great set pieces in that game as well. Yeah. Like, really the running good. away bits are brilliant. Mm. You know, when you just have to, like, like chase someone through, like, a market, and you're kind of, like, yeah. crashing through walls and leaping over tables and stuff. It's bonkers. Mm-hmm. Very, very good fun. Um, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but, yeah. So that's Sleepy Dog. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep chipping away at it. Um, Do keep, it. Keep it on the... Uh, on the, on the side to dip into. Uh, meanwhile, you've gone back to Splinter Cell Blacklist. Yeah, I've got a sneeze, Josh. <coughs> Rich is sneezing. Uh, you heard it here uh, first. Hay fever season, <laughs> isn't it? Hot off oh the press. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to you get some, uh, uh, some... What is that stuff? Benadryl. We'll get some I've that. had my antihistamine, but um, oh, I don't yeah. think it's kicked in yet. Oh, oh see. Oh, we yeah. should say, by the way, to the listeners, mm-hmm. uh, sorry if you're immediately and massively bored by talk of Sleeping Dogs and Splinter Cell Blacklist. <laughs> Old games. Number one, we do have a, a relatively new game because Imogen's been playing Disintegration. So, you know, more uh, on that. N- yeah. Number two, we kind of want to talk about The Last of Us, but we can't yet. 
because yeah. the embargo lifts on the 12th. So we're yeah. going to talk about that next time. Uh, anyway, Splinter Cell Blacklist, tell me more about this mysterious game. <laughs> well, um, I just have been hankering for Splinter Cell, a new yeah. one, for a long, yeah. long time, like many oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought, do you know what? It's been a long time since I played Splinter Cell Blacklist. I don't remember that much about it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to it. Good game, from what I remember. Yeah, really good. Well, I'd forgotten that my client side wasn't the voice, which is really tough. Really tough to get. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. And and also, not just that, but the weird thing where it's like the guy guy in it's like a young guy. Mm-hmm. But but they act like the story has him as like an old guy. Yeah, yeah, and he tries a, to sort of um, gruff it up a little bit. Y- yeah, like and they give him like grey hair and stuff, and they give yeah. they try and do. But he's clearly like anyway. Yeah, go on. Yeah, it's an older Sam Fisher. Yeah, but it was yeah. supposed to be like a soft reboot of sorts, wasn't it? As well, it, I think it was. Yeah, because they also changed like they had Anna Grimm's daughter, who was like mm-hmm. the his CIA contact. Um, in the original game is like a sort of they kind of did like a money penny thing that they did in Bond where it's yeah. like in Blacklist isn't Grimm's daughter sort of out in the field like with you as well, well she's, like, she's, she's um the- she's kind of mission control on your plane the paladin um <laughs> <laughs> which I forgot about as well that's really cool you can upgrade the plane and stuff and it's, it's sort of like the Avengers isn't it you know the yeah. Nick Fury oh people they're all on that yeah <laughs> Yeah, totally. Like a jet sort of thing. Yeah, it's pretty much mad, actually. It was a really it, weird sort yeah. of idea for a reboot. But you know what? It holds up. It still holds up today, massively. Mm. I remember good. as a, Plays as really a game, well. it was just really solid stealth, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, it, it totally holds up. I just did the first mission, which took me about three quarters of an hour. So they're long mm. missions. Isn't it when the CIA place gets attacked in the first mission? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I did that. That's kind of the prologue. It doesn't really count. And then I did the first full mission after that. Um, But, yeah, it's brilliant. So good. And just, you know, illustrates how much we need a new Splinter Cell. Yeah. Because, like you said, there's a dearth of kind of spy thriller type things. Yes. And Splinter Cell, you know, would totally fill that gap. Yeah, it does. It totally does. And And it's... and. (laughs) <laughs> and also, one of the other things that always makes me laugh is that they they changed third echelon to fourth echelon. Yeah, yeah he's up a whole <laughs> echelon. So <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah. It's an extra echelon above. Um, I would say totally yeah. necessary. It's like yeah, it, even it, more you know secret what? than the most secret thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's even more secret than that. Yeah. No, it's mad. It reminds me of like you, you've seen the Bourne movies. Yeah. Like, original trilogy, loving it. Not so Mm -hmm. much Ultimatum, but the first two, unbelievable. Blacklist always felt, to me, like the Bourne legacy. You know, the one with Jeremy Renner? Yeah. And it was always a bit like, eh, do you know what? Like, this is, like, what it is, is, like, decent enough as, Mm. as, like, a thriller. Like, this had passed mustard above loads of other thrillers to get... But because it's got that name, it just feels a bit like it's nowhere near as good as the other... You know, so, like, Blacklist, for me, wasn't a patch on, like, uh, Chaos Theory, Double Agent, Pandora Tomorrow. Like, it, it wasn't sort really? of Splinter. So, yeah, So, I yeah. thought it was a better, much better game than Double Agent, I thought. Really? Yeah. Blimey. Double Agent, I didn't, I didn't really gel with Double Agent for some reason. Did you not? What about, like, sort of Chaos Theory or, the, you know... The Ca- obviously, Chaos Theory is that, you know, it's brilliant. <clears throat> That's the pinnacle. 
Um, I think I, I think double agent is terrific. I mean, I I I I, I take your point. I, I think. I, I mean, Chaos maybe that's is. another one that's kind of fuzzy in the memory, and I need to return to as well. Yeah, yeah. well, because the real one that 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 the really interesting one, at least now that the sort of dust of time is kind of settled on it, is conviction. That's the really weird one. Yeah, because that's the yeah, one I love. Where it's see, like, I love that. That was like a full-on action game with all the mark and execute. That was mm-hmm. sort of barely stealth, really, was it? Well, Blacklist has that as well, the mark and execute um, yeah, mechanics. That, I, I think that's the other weird thing about Blacklist. You know, it has all the, the panther play styles where it's like you just Ghost, sort of kill him. Ghost, panther, kill. assault, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whereas it kind of annoyed me because it's like, well, Splinter Cell is what it is, is the ghost one. You yeah. know, like the whole idea of Splinter Cell is that it isn't Panther or Assault. That that that, that those can be in other video games. I mean, it's fine to give the player the choice. Like uh, like you can just choose to do it, Ghost. And but it always kind of got my hackles up a little bit. It, it was it was almost like they would die. They they took Splinter Cell. They were kind of like, let's dilute it and sort of and kind of I, I don't know. Well, who's playing Assault for starters? Who's <laughs> who's getting their machine gun out and mowing everyone down? You should do a playthrough on it. It's just you killing everyone. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Sam Fisher's Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't make sense. Oh dear. Uh, anyway, anyway, blacklist. Let me know how you go. I'll, I've I've mm-hmm. got it in a big Tupperware box, and I think it's back compat, isn't it? It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, get on that. I'll play it. Maybe I'll play oh, it's it. Oh, brilliant. In the meantime, Imogen, you've been playing Disintegration, yes. which is from, I always think it's, what is it, it says the, the the person who did the art for Halo, right? The person who created Master Chief. No, wasn't he one of like the co-creators of Halo? Was he? I believe Hold so. On. Let me um, look at... I don't know, I thought he was like the art was... director. But I, but I have no idea. I may well be. I suppose it's like, um, was it Steve Ditko who actually created the image You're of right. Spider-Man? You're right. He was creative art director. You're right, yeah. Josh. Yeah. Hey. Co-creator so of the Halo universe. It's sort of like if Steve Ditko did a thing, and they kind of went from the person who created how Spider-Man looks. Mm. Yeah. Rather than them going, it's a Stan Lee thing, it's the person who... Cre-. Anyway, so you've been playing Disintegration. <laughs> it's a weird game. I remember doing a video chat with you. I don't think we talked about it on the pod because you played the beta like a little while ago, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So I it's a sort of anything. RTS shooter robot game. Yes, all of the above. Um, and <laughs> it's kind of... It's about a world where... Um, the like the strain on resources, natural resources, has become too much, and scientists have thought up a way of um, transferring humans, human consciousness, from their body into a robot self. <laughs> That's um, cool already. I like that because <laughs> I know the premise is already like exceptional. Um, because the robot body doesn't need like food. It doesn't create as much waste, so on and so forth. So that's a temporary fix while we kind of try and cope with the changing climate and possibly, like, tip the systems back the other way. Um, Then um, what happens is a group of the people who have been turned into robots then think this is the next step for human evolution. Um, And they start kind of corralling people and forcibly turning them into... Um, evil robots who are called Red Eyes in the (laughs) game. The the faction is called the Rayon um, and they're led by somebody called um, Black Shuck. Oh, that's cool. mm, 
He, that's he like, a, like that's a, a legend, isn't it? Black Shark. Is it? Because I know about um, Black Philip, but... Yeah, Black Shark <laughs> I didn't know if that was is, anything to do with it. Yeah, it's like a, it's a folk tale. And actually, it's a song by the band The Darkness. They have a song called oh my gosh, Black it Shark. Is. And I think um, it's like a sort of uh, oh, dog. And I've actually, just up, by the yeah. way, I think Black Shark has red eyes. Ooh. I think the legend it's all of it, together. It, it, yeah, I think it was like a black dog with with glowing red eyes, and I seem to remember that in the lyrics to that darkness song. Anyway, continue. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you play as uh, Roma Scholl, um, and he is. The, I've only pe- played the tiniest slice of it so far, um, and you are imprisoned by Black Shark um, on this thing called the Iron Cloud, which is a kind of big prison. Um, full of like other robots uh, something happens to the iron cloud and it crashes and you jump off um, and you kind of gain a crew in um, Doyle who's a big hulking kind of big like kind of tanky robot um, and there's Agnes who is like a kind of a, a ranger robot I think they all have different Sorry. classes Agnes is a great name for a robot Agnes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it means lamb, um, lamb of God yeah 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 Um, yeah and um so you crash land you kind of like roam about for a bit and then you get your hands on something called a grav cycle which is this like like kind of hover hover motorbike that um roma is able to pilot uh and you go out on missions and you try and resist the rayon and collect people who are in danger and build the resistance against huh. the rayon um, and you know all this because you're a, a keen disintegration law <laughs> um but yes. I, I but this but you've also because you kind of were saying to me earlier that like the it's not it's very clearly well it's not that it's not clearly told but there's kind of not you don't get a lot of that from actually playing the game right not really no like you kind of are Roma Shoal and you wake up and you see the like explosion on the iron cloud and then you're suddenly on the ground and it could have done with maybe like a funny little flashback to Roma's life as a human or something and then you could hmm. be like ah yes okay I understand who this is and why yeah. things around them are bad um <laughs> but I think I'm not 100% sure if whether the, these things will kind of come to the fore as I get further into the game. Um, Maybe so. Maybe so. But especially as like kind of a whole new IP, probably could have done with like a a brief kind of, you know, kind of appraisal, kind of of like step by step. (laughs) Basis, right? Like, Um, I mean, my memories of, of, uh, of like the first Halo. Yeah. uh, Is, is kind of more of a, they were quite minimal with lots of the mythology, but it was kind of a slow drip feed. You know, they dropped you into it. You were sort of firefighting fairly early on. And, it, and the mythology stuff was there, but they didn't... It kind of gradually came in in sort of bits and bobs. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope... Of course, the, di- the big difference is, is that this is kind of aimed much more at the at, at multiplayer, isn't it? So it's, it's a yeah. bit like what you were, you were saying before with that. Was it Crucible that you were playing last time? Yeah, 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 that was um, Crucible. Which is kind um, of like you didn't really get that that strong grounding in that one either, did you? Not really, no. But like, I think 
with these missions that you do and they're kind of a funny mix of like shooter and rts so you've got your ground units that you go and tell go like you know throw a concussion and grenades or like go create a slow time field um sure. they will chat to you and they'll chat on the like between characters who are back at your base and i'm hoping that they kind of develop more of that through there or like yeah they'll bring that a bit more to the fore whereas like the yeah. multiplayer is doesn't for as far as i'm aware doesn't include any of the characters from the um campaign that i've seen oh mm. it doesn't no That's i think weird. these are new new factions that's intriguing huh. so are you kind of like are, are you sort of itching to get more into the campaign then or do you, are you do you sort of feel the call of the of the multiplayer more <laughs> um i'm interested to see where this like single player story goes yeah. um and then because i'm i enjoy multiplayer but like the story of disintegration got me a lot more than the kind of the gameplay premise i do enjoy the game, gameplay but it wasn't that what mm. drew me to it do you know, I have to say, it's because it's actually, it's intriguing me, like the, the sort of setup that you described earlier mm. sounded really fresh. It sounded, it's a really yeah. cool, some some really cool ideas there, albeit I know you sort of found them through judicious research and you know, fair, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough to you. Um, but I'm kind of more intrigued, selfishly, just to sort of hear how you gel with the campaign, really. Yeah, um, to let you know <laughs> yeah yeah as yeah, i yeah. progress i think i've done three missions so far interesting and it's it's a kind of we should say as well i mean i'll, I'll what i'll do is uh, right. when we by the time the listeners are listening to this i'll put a link mm-hmm. um into the description of the uh video chat that you and me did when you were playing the beta because we kind of dive more into yeah. uh, lots of the mechanics of that because it is a re- it's also a really interesting so you sort of you see the game from an elevated perspective through the eyes of a drone yeah. don't you um and you well, aren't you direct- on your aren't you on your graph cycle yeah. commanding everyone you're kind of just oh, following yeah. behind them from or like around them i guess it's a very mobile kind of craft and you can yeah. kind of get ahead you can like kind of boost yourself ahead to then oh. tell your units like focus on these guys or like flank them yeah yeah um, so it's kind of nice. an interesting <laughs> little blend of rts and and also just action yeah kind of cool yeah yeah all right cool well i'll uh i'll be intrigued to hear more about that <laughs> um, mm. let's talk about the things that are new let's the news <laughs> you might say mm, indeed This week in video games, there are some things that have happened. One of them, the first one that I've put on my list, is uh, a popular one. I know it's a popular one. It's a weird one. And we actually had a listener come in and talk about that like the other week to us on the questions thing. It's the Harry Potter thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not the mobile thing that's whatever that was, like a match three. Th- oh, I can't remember what that was. But th- like the action RPG that leaked in 2018 and has now resurfaced again. Um, <clears throat> so this is, it was a leaker on Reddit, which talked about some of this. So the game was apparent. I mean, take all this with a pinch of salt, as I say, because it's not being confirmed by uh, Warner Brothers, I want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
So it was going to be called Harry Potter Magic Awakened, and it was going to be set in the 1800s in Hogwarts, which sounds really cool to me, um, mm-hmm. but that's not what it now is. Uh, apparently, now it's Hogwarts A Dark Legacy, is the title, um, and it's set after the events of the books, um, and the player ca- we know that the player character is customizable, uh, and that they can choose their heritage between Muggleborn, Pureblood, or Halfblood. Um, and this, according to the leaker as well, there's a, a kind of rudimentary uh, nemesis system in the game, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so enemies can be defeated or killed or convinced to uh, change their allegiance. And, apparently, there's an untitled card game, which is uh, supposed to be as, as comprehensive as Gwent from The Witcher, uh, as well as Quidditch... Um, romance options apparently you can marry someone by the end of the game sex scenes um, yeah absolutely absolutely I'm holding out for that so it's it's an, this this will get people talking this will this will stoke the fires people will be uh, will be I mean when do you do you think it kind of it's been it's persistent enough and we've seen video footage of it so it's definitely happening right I mean maybe <laughs> um, I think just a lot of time is like like um past there you go um from then to now mm. and like we do hear of like games that are very close to completion and then suddenly being binned yeah so i, I don't want to get too like yeah it's definitely we don't want to say hey listen ears this is de- definitely happening get yeah. psyched up for hogwarts a dark legacy <laughs> um but then again we did see like video footage um so something happened Something, Something has happened. happened. Whether or not it will happen, we don't yeah. know. We don't want to say. And I also think it's funny that like this particular lot of leaks say that it's set like maybe ten years after the books. Mm. Whereas what we saw was like set in the eighteen hundreds, and that's one hell of a like pivot. Yes, you know, like- absolutely. And if that is true, if that is the case, and we take these. Uh, alleged <clears throat> leaks at face value. Yeah. I'd be sort of disappointed in that. I think the 1800s is a really cool thing to do in that universe. Yeah, and I suppose it like tallies with the Fantastic Beast films because those happened like before oh, yeah. the series of books. I'm completely unfamiliar with them, but yeah, I I, I do <laughs> I did not and they're in America as well though those ones aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, yeah. If it's true, that's I, I. I remember seeing the video footage, and if it's anything like that, I remember at the time uh, going, "Oh, that looks quite cool." And I'm not <laughs> into Harry Potter, so mm. that yeah. was you know a fairly big victory for me. Who knows? Well, I, I, everyone seems to have their eyes on Warner Brothers at the minute because there's also a Batman thing that must be brewing, right? Yeah, oh, the man. for a million yeah. years now. Is that and finally? <laughs> they just—they've not. Have they? Have they confirmed that? They well, did, they've been they? winding people up with those teasers, haven't they? And then oh, everyone's yeah. going, "Announce the thing already!" And they're like, "We'll announce it when we're ready." Well, yeah. stop teasing it then. Stop but it. Stop go- yeah, stop teasing. Yeah, because what did they do? They released a picture of like a a kind of nemesis-looking like board. <clears throat> or oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. That um, those changing kind of icons, didn't they? Those, those symbols. Yeah, um, I didn't know, but apparently the Nemesis system that ended up in Shadow of Mordor was originally meant for Batman. Was it really? Hmm. Yeah, and it was because hmm. it's a, It's also Warner Brothers, isn't it? And, it, and yeah. I think it was a sort of cross-pollination thing. It didn't end up in... But anyway, yeah, Court of Owls also uh, 
hooting on the horizon. Um, and, uh, Sega, a little bit, a, a, li- <laughs> a little known company called Sega. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got a cu- couple of things going on. Uh, Sega, if you live in the Midlands. Yeah. Se- <laughs> Sega. So, some people, when I was growing up, insisted it was pronounced Sega. That I, was like, <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they can insist that because it a- they actually called out their own name on some of their games. Well, exactly. It's not even a debate. It's not. Yeah, that's yeah. ludicrous. That's like my friend uh, who kept saying Melee on Smash oh. Brothers. And, when, and I kept, and I always said, and he goes, it, melee. Says, it says Melee on the... Yeah. Unbelievable. That guy, <laughs> who, I, I won't name names, but that guy famously mispronounces everything. I think you should name um, and shame him. Uh, his first name's Will. I'll say no more. Um, <laughs> he, he, he called Merlot, Merlot, which I thought was Excellent. brilliant. Excellent. And ever since, I've called it Merlot as well. Um, and a weird one, instead of pillows, he'd always say pillows. Pillows? As if it Mate, was That's because e he's a wet, wet, wet fan. <laughs> Marty <laughs> Pillows. Marty Pillow, yeah. And it just sort of mingled in his brain. He was like, mm. I'm going to call them pillows. Maybe so, maybe so. Anyway, so Seeger um, oh, setting yeah. up... there's a a number of stuff going on here Sega have got their hands in many pies Um, there's a new uh, there's a new cloud gaming service Fog Mm. now this is quite funny I've got to be honest this made me laugh because they were sort of like cloud gaming yeah no ours is low hanging cloud what Yeah, someone. Oh yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, what do you want to call that then? Oh no. Um, you know, Green Hill Cloud, something like that. No, we're gonna go with fog because it's. (laughs) And actually, it kind of works because it's it's it is grounded. It mind you, actually, Mm. I suppose it doesn't really work because everything we all live on the ground. But it's it's an arcade thing. So it's called it's called Fog Gaming, and it's it's a cloud gaming service for arcades in Japan. So the, the, the news comes from the latest issue of Famitsu, uh, which states that the new service would, quote, make use of arcade cabinets, CPUs, and GPUs to reduce costs and offer ultra-low latency. As a result, arcades would be able to generate revenue even after hours, which is an unprecedented business opportunity. What wow. do you make of that? See, when you said, like, cloud for the arcades i was thinking maybe you have a profile and you can continue your progress on any arcade anywhere <laughs> yeah 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 that would have been good that would have been good yeah but i mean the idea as it stands is kind of cool because yeah sounds like you can still have access to those games if you're not in the arcade right i think yeah, it's that's, cool that's that like cool. they're not um getting rid of the old machines either they're just augmenting the old machines yeah yeah, it's actually, it's it's like a number of things. It's simultaneously a really cool thing for players, especially in Japan where the arcade mm-hmm. scene is still alive uh, in, a way, in, a, in a way that it's just not in, in the West. Although we do we do have some arcades. Um, mostly on beachfronts. Mostly on beachfronts and uh, Time Crisis too. Uh, but yep. mainly uh, it's also just really nice that that industry can find extra ways to thrive. I think mm. uh, yeah. it's a, a sort of struggling industry and it's really cool they can make a bit of extra cash yeah. um, Sega have also uh, got something else in the pipeline which I'm really excited about I don't know about you Rich I don't know about you Imogen the Game Gear Micro oh, it's yeah, too small 
It, it's too it, small. I thought you might <laughs> say this, actually. Um, well, let's get into it. Let me just explain. Sega Game Gear Micro, a miniature version of its handheld console. <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, not many people remember the Sega Nomad. Whenever I talk about the Sega Nomad, everyone seems to shrug. Obviously, the Game Gear was... Do you remember the Nomad? You could just... You could put Mega Drive... Mm. It was kind of like the original Switch, in a way. You could oh. just put full Mega Drive games into the back of it and play them on handheld. That does ring a bell, yeah. Sega was really forward-thinking on that. Obviously, the Game Gear gets the... Gets mm. the um, gets the press, gets the fond memories, but but really the Nomad was anyway. So it's a micro version of the Game Gear, and it comes in four colours, mm-hmm. and each of the colours has different games on it. It's quite ingenious because I I suppose some people will will, will want to rack up all four a little bit, little cheeky money maker. I think there's um, only four games on each console on, on each color so you can kind of have a yeah. look so you've got the black one has uh actually the black the black one's massive really it's got outrun uh puyo puyo su royal stone and sonic the hedgehog on it which is kind of big um, yeah the blue one has uh baku baku animal sekai shikugakari senshuken so i i'm unfamiliar with that but fair play <laughs> gunstar heroes bit of a cult Good. classic um, as a Mega Drive game, right? As I don't a Mega the Drive Game, game Gear yeah. one being amazing. Yeah, no, neither do I actually. And because uh, mm. we had a listener come in about Gunstar Heroes uh, relatively recently, didn't they? Because they were saying, yeah. well, which which sort of cult Sega games should, should you know should uh, fit for a revival? Um, that one has Sonic and Tails on it and Sylvan Tail, and then uh, the yellow one. Uh, there's actually there's quite a few that are that have like. Games I've not heard of. So it's probably just my own ignorance. But uh, Nezo Puyo Al No Ru, Shining Force, and Shining Force Two, and Shining Force Final Conflict, uh, mm. and then finally the red one has um, uh, Columns, the GG Shinobi, Megami Tensei Gaiden Last Bible, and Megami Tensei Gaiden Last Bible Special. So it sounds like that. I think the black one might be maybe the most popular. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah, in, in the West, at least. I would yeah. Because it's the original colour as well. It's the original colour, and mm. you can't beat Sonic the Hedgehog and Outrun. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that sort of thing. But yeah, so anyway, it reminds me, actually, do you guys remember the, the Game Boy Advance Micro? No. no. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little cheeky one that they did right at the end. So you had the original Game Boy Advance, and then you had the Game Boy Advance SP, which was just lovely. It was the flippy one, uh, oh, which yeah. was the first one to have the backlight. Uh, but then, it, as the DS was out, they they right at the end they did the Game Boy Advance Micro, which was pretty much the size of of this of this Game Gear Micro. Um, oh wow! And I can I, I and I hear what you're saying, Rich, because uh, it was really small. It was excellent because you could fit it into your pocket. It truly was like pocket gaming. But the screen was tiny, and it's really small on this, isn't it? Looks like the size of two postage stamps. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's tiny, and yeah. um, then <laughs> the true. the buttons they're larger buttons than the ori- they originally would have been, mm. or maybe they're the same. I don't know because it's on a smaller console. Maybe but they're they so close larger. together, it looks mm. like you just mash them with your thumb. <laughs> it it looks so. Oh, I, yeah. No. no, I hear you. I hear <clears> you. <throat> uh, I I am concerned. I've got massive, co- co- comedically massive thumbs as well, so it might look very silly <laughs> when I'm playing with it. Um, but but yeah, I am intrigued. It's pricey I, as well, I, right? 
It's not cheap. Yeah, how much is it? I didn't. I didn't know. I, the price. I think I read somewhere that it's the equivalent of about sixty dollars. Oh, you, you, I'd still get the black one for like if Would it was you? like fifty. If it was like fifty quid. Nah, mate. I'd sooner go onto eBay and just buy an old Game Gear. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Fair play to you. Fair play. I just think it's. I just think it's cool. Like I just. I like the look of it, and I sort of thought. And I, I like handheld gaming. I'm still super excited about the play date. By the way, just you, I you, saw your, your weekly reminder about the play date. I saw the play date in a Twitter gif. Someone using the crank to shoot the chain gun in Doom. That's massive. And it's not. It's tiny though. That play date. Looking at it in someone's oh, hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really small. It's really and also tiny. Doom, Doom would Doom would have to be like black and white. That's really cool. Yeah, it totally is. Uh, loving it, loving it, loving it. Um, right, let's get on to. I've got some other bigger news, and then I've got some some smaller news. So, Nintendo sold 4.2 million Switches in March, despite the shortages. It's pretty good. It's, uh, it's pretty it's big not time. Bad, yeah. I suddenly got a flash of inspiration when I was on the sofa the other day, and just like imagined playing the Outer Worlds on the Switch and how amazing that would be. Mm. And I immediately got up and went on Amazon and I thought to myself I'm finally going to do it I'm going to buy a Switch Lite <gasps> talking about it for ages you didn't did you I didn't I no tell. because I went yeah. on there and they're like 230 quid because the price That's, has gone yeah. up because there's because and so you know private sellers are just something it was oh, really annoying disgraceful. but anyway <clears throat> they're doing well they're doing well <laughs> got a little triple pack of remaster news number one Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning Re-reckoning. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Re-reckoning will be remastered with all the DLC in August. This is a game that's certainly a game that people talk about being a game. I don't Mm -hmm. remember it. Um, I I know it's like a... Is it it fair to say it's like a cult thing, Kingdoms of Amalur? Kind of, yeah. Because I don't think it did very well. Yeah. No. When it released and it had a mixed critical reception, I seem to remember. Yeah. And And it bankrupted its studio. Oh, did it? Yeah. Famously, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, the people that talk about it talk about it in the kind of hushed tones of a cult, like it's very <laughs> loved by the people that love it. So you know, fair enough. Epic Mickey remaster rumors swirl after new render is spotted online. See, I saw that and I Ooh. thought, what if it's a whole new Epic Mickey? Mm. You know, War- Warren Spector, isn't it? Mm. This is a possibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everyone's like. Remaster and remaking everything. Yeah. You know? This is yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, the wonderful 101 remastered success uh, means more self-published games from Platinum Games. Platinum Games, talking about it all the bloody time. They're loving yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remastering everything. Get it all out. Um, Double Fine's acquisition uh, by Microsoft means that uh, the company will no longer publish games according to a report. That's it's kind of sad news. Uh, so Double Fine had a little Double Fine Presents label um, where it published Gang Beasts, Knights and Bikes, uh, Nog. Um, but it will no longer publish games owing to its integration with Xbox Game Studios. Uh, studio head Tim Schafer said in an interview with Destructoid, uh, how Double Fine Presents will evolve is kind of an unknown. It doesn't make sense to do exactly the kind of publishing stuff if if we can't do it. Like, if the platforms are limited from a business sense, I don't know if it makes sense to have a publisher within another publisher. It's a complicated issue. Sounds like it might go kaput. Which is yeah. kind of a shame. Unless Microsoft back them up in some way. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, you never know. You never mm-hmm. know. Uh, in other publisher news, two more pieces of news, right? <laughs> Konami wants to publish, quote, fresh ideas from Western developers. Now, this just off the back of Skell Attack, which I talked about last week, which was a lovely game. I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. Um, so Richard Jones, senior European brand and business development manager at Konami, uh, spoke to GI.biz and said, quote, Obviously, everyone knows Konami. We have studios and teams in Japan. We have many well-known, well-loved IPs. They're all being managed and looked after by our studios in Japan. And what Are we're they? looking for... It, well, <laughs> well, you know, if you wanted to get the rumour mill grinding, <laughs> you could say... <laughs> Shock! Richard Jones says that all the IPs are being managed and looked after. <laughs> confirms Silent Hill. Confirms yeah. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> mm. um, but we won't do that. But yeah, uh, looking for complementary titles to build the portfolio with things that perhaps are new to Konami. Western titles for Western audiences. That's really cool. Massive publisher going after some indie. Almost kind of makes up for the double fine thing. It's like, well, yeah. how about you know, a little bit of backing from Konami. Mm. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Try, yeah. Yeah. And uh, finally, finally, Sky Sports will use crowd sounds from FIFA upon the return of the Premier League. Bit weird. Do you get a load of this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So. So it's the Premier League returns on June 17th and presumably I'm um, to take from this that they're returning without crowds, without audiences, understandably. Yeah. Uh, in the announcement, Sky Sports praised the team-specific crowd noise and chants from FIFA, which, quote, replicate the vibrant atmosphere of Premier League clashes, or as Americans say, Premier League crashes. <laughs> uh, so fans don't miss out on the noise that goes with the action. Viewers are able to watch the matches with or without the chants. But isn't that um, weird, like, an empty stadium with yeah, crowd yeah. noises from FIFA it, dubbed it, on I top? I also think it might be weird to just have silence and just the commentators. I, I agree, both are weird. Yeah. Um, I know the or. NBA is also doing this. It's kind of going to start up, I think, and, and, and sort of get up back into the playoffs. And I don't... It, both things are very strange. It would be amazing if you were in the stadium just listening, just listening to the FIFA noises. <laughs> like looking to your left and look and like just seeing no one there and just going, yeah, I can hear it, hear it playing. Uh, Robert Webster said, who's the managing director at Sky Sports, quote, we want Sky Sports viewers to still feel it all and have the best possible viewing experience, even if they can't be in the stadiums or watch with their family and friends. So you still get the ambience if you want it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, Another way that that games uh, can help the world. What a weird, (laughs) unexpected uh, sort of boon from FIFA there. EA Sports are laughing. They're loving it. Uh, Right, anyway. I think I can hear tension in the air from you two. I think you're both... (laughs) There's an aggression that's yeah. been running mm. through that's through the first segments of this podcast. I can feel the energy. Um, let's be honest, it's a war that's waged every week between the two of you. Yeah. You, get na- you get nasty. A war you get I'm losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who Actually, who won? What was... Oh, no, last one was... Imogen won last week. Mm. It was close, though. 
it was close, wasn't it? And yeah, I actually, yeah, yeah. a, a mate of mine texted me saying that the quiz was rubbish this week because he said <laughs> my clues were... Because you know how I was always yeah. saying to you guys, like, I never know when, the, like, sometimes I think, oh, I've done really good clues this week and you get it on, like, the first one or something. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then other times I'm like, oh, this is shit, but you'll, do, you'll, you'll get through all of them and need extra clues. And th- anyway, you never know. But he texted me and he said it was rubbish. And the reason he knows it was rubbish was That's that nice. he got it because <laughs> he's like I, ne- I never get the answers but this week I did therefore it must be rubbish anyway yeah. let's me cue up the jingle which also <laughs> explains the rules uh, and then we'll do a quiz okay alright well are you guys ready I personify a place it's a video game setting do we need the rules at this point I read out a number of clues as this personified setting you say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas and then you say what that place is if you say it and it's the right place you win stop stop I'll go through the clues as many times as you like and I have as ever backup clues because I don't like drawers it's that time again you know the rules it's the where am I I pretend to be a place I read out some clues you guess what video game setting this is Imogen defending the crown Uh, I think the week before that the listen ears one yeah, it was a stalemate. It was a stalemate. Imogen won last week. Was it? Uh, the week with before her... was Rich's win with Salt Lake City or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I no, think yeah. might be right, actually. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of neck and neck at the minute. So someone's <laughs> Imogen's looking to build a streak, which is kind of Ooh. interesting. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I can try. Right. So <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Clue number one. I'm a favourite cheap destination for British holidaymakers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Clue number two. Uh, be careful when you're out and about. Uh, people have been known to go missing. Hmm. Clue number three. I'm one of the only holiday destinations that people say is actually fun to pack for. What? <laughs> <laughs> Clue number four. Uh, Getting your money changed to the local currency might be a bit of a faff. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. (laughs) Clue number five. Uh, Nature lovers will enjoy the rural forests and lakes. Those um, nature lovers again. Yeah, they love it. They do love it. Clue number something. Six. Uh, history buffs, meanwhile, will get a kick out of the churches and castles. Oh. I was going to have a go, but I don't think so anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Can I have a so, go? Can I have a random go? Go for it. Image and Donovan. Okay, stop. Say, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. you got to say stop. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you, you must say stop. Yeah, Image and Donovan. Stop. Is it... Hogwarts from Harry Potter and the <laughs> no, game. It is, it <laughs> oh, is okay. not. <laughs> Imagine that. Because, well, I don't know. What are you thinking? Where's the, oh, I guess because the churches and castles and stuff. Yeah, right? that's when it took me off, yeah. Because I was thinking currency okay. and the lakes and the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <sighs> I'll, I'll, I'll go through the clues again. I'll add in some <laughs> spicy little extras for you. Yeah, we need might, them. Might, might, might give, might give <laughs> the oh, I do anyway. See, this is all... I like this, though. I like it when I get through all the clues, because then it's, you know, I, I sort of feel good as the quiz master. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a fa- and I'll add some stuff. I'm a favourite cheap destination for British holiday makers. B- 
but I don't look like you might think I look. <laughs> okay. Right. Nope. Uh, nature lovers will enjoy the forests and lakes and villages. History buffs will get a kick out of the churches and the castle. Getting your money changed to the local currency might be a bit of a faff because they don't use that currency anymore. <laughs> um, Come on, Rich. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Stop. Rich Walker. Mm. Is it the, the uh, blooming Spain from Resident Evil 4? And this week's winner is uh, Rich Walker. Oh, of course, because there's pesetas in it, isn't there? Yeah, well done. Well yeah. done. Okay, so yeah, favourite cheap uh, holiday destination for British holidaymakers, Spain, obviously. Mm. Um, but it doesn't look like you'd think it would. It's not your typical Spanish holiday. Uh, nature lovers will enjoy the forests and lakes and villages. The yeah. famous lake with the big horrible fish that tries to cross. History buffs will get a kick out of the churches and the castle. Um, yep. pretty, pretty big time yeah the getting your money changed to the local currency I think the game originally came out in 2004 uh, in, in Japan but it was it was in development before the euro uh, came in in uh, Spain <laughs> it'd so be really the, weird if you were collecting chests of euros I know it'd <laughs> yeah. be weird wouldn't it so it still has pesetas uh, in the game which is kind of it's kind of a nice little wrinkle it's kind of a weird yeah. little when you play it now you're like oh yeah that's weird Cause see I don't think that village would adopt the euro I don't think they'd be receptive to it no and that's and that's <laughs> why I said um, that's why when, when I added it I was sort of, uh, when I made additions to the clues. Mm. I sort of th- I, I said y- 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 getting your money changed to the local currency might be a bit of a faff um, because I, you know I don't use it's not used anymore. So the rest of the country would be on the euro, and that you with the it. Hessian sack on your head and the chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> we use the euro now. Yeah, get on the euro, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they don't want it. Uh, be careful when you're out and about. People have been known to go missing. Famously, the president's daughter went missing. Indeed. Uh, sent and, and so the and so the and so the the U.S. government dispatched a single Secret Service agent um, <laughs> to, to 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 the village to get her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm one of the only holiday destinations that people say is actually fun to pack for. The inventory management in Resident Evil Four was yeah. one of its key features. Love it. Uh, which was Love kind of it, like mate. Tetris. You had to. The attache case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big so time, much big fun. Time. Line up your grenades and your health things. And Oh, God, yeah. I, I, although yeah. the one thing, when I replayed that game, the one thing that annoyed me was how much of a kind of uh, a must buying the larger attache cases in is yeah. because they, they come about every now and again and they're always quite expensive, like 30,000. But you just well, the, have to do it. Yeah, because the rifles start to take up like yeah, half the, the case. Yeah, yeah, they're ludicrous. They are ludicrous. Uh, but yeah, well done, Rich. You've but you've you've Wait. thwarted Imogen's Whew. attempt at a streak. Uh, <laughs> the ongoing Sorry. battle continues. Pretty neck and neck uh, mm. for the last few months. The quiz. It's uh, a hard fought battle. But there you go. Well done. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Thanks. It's about time that we get some uh, that we hear from the listeners. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fella, I like some ice cream, please. I like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response, we don't have any chocolate. Questions, theories, comments, queries, you send them in. 
we'll talk about them for a little bit. Uh, we've got we've got a fair few. Actually, we've got a fair few that have stacked up mm-hmm. um, regulars from. Uh, actually, we've we got a few from Joseph, friend of the podcast, listen regular listener. Good. Um, one of these is outdated because I didn't get round to it last time, so it's funny because in retrospect, it's more funny because Joseph says, uh, "What are you expecting from the so-called massive Sega announcement this week?" <laughs> Uh, well, but now we know not that. It's, yeah. it's arcade fog um, and, it's, and a little um, Game Gear it's a Game Gear Micro so there you go that's what we're expecting Joseph uh, three weeks ago <laughs> two weeks ago whenever you remember um, so okay this this is funny this is funny do you guys remember uh, Harry um, Harry Ashton he was a fella who uh, emailed in uh, and he had a, he had a massive go at me for my coffee usage. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got we got we got another one from Harry. Oh, um, goodness. And it, it is brilliant. Uh, <clears throat> so, hello again. A confession. Hello, hello Harry. <laughs> a confession to release me of my guilt. <clears throat> Last week, while being cutthroat about coffee, I appreciate the alliteration there, by the way. <clears throat> uh, I may have omitted some vital information. my wife overheard my comment being read out on the pod and was quick to bring me up on my own coffee game number one if i'm feeling lazy i quickly turn to instant coffee likewise since changing jobs nescafe original is my only option at work (laughs) brilliant you get used to it don't you yeah you do i I want to reply i want i want to know whether he uh, gets used to the nescafe original yeah I mean, because you've, Rich, you famously, you've not even uh, got gotten onto Gold Blend, have you? It's it's well, stri- strictly I had original Gold Blend, for you. But the the shopping kind of restrictions that we have now, mentally mm. bought two gigantic jars of Nescafe Original, <laughs> and at first Fair I was like, play. oh, this coffee tastes like dirt. Fair play. But now yeah, I quite I like mean, it. It's it's, it's, it's it, you, you you get used to it. Your palate, you yeah. know, you sort of grow accustomed to it. Um, I, I think it's all right. I retract my previous comments. Fair play. And uh, mm. Harry then goes on to say, uh, "We we because he's slagging me off for the Tassimo, but he's going. We owned a cheap Tassimo for about six or seven years uh, before upgrading, and I was fine with it then. Also, I've been known to leave the supermarket while on the weekly shop, and most likely end up in the nearby Costa because he was slagging off Costa Coffee as well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so, and- basically everything." He's like, actually, I do all those things. He uh, he ends it by saying, oh, the shame. And then he says, uh, P- uh, P.S. coffee machines uh, really start at around 100. Uh, and even Amazon offer one for 79 quid. Because I was saying you can, you can get some um, you can get some really expensive Tassimo's, which you can. One of the Tassimo's I saw was uh, 200 quid when I was looking. But anyway, Blimey, but that's, thanks, that's Harry. Steep. Thanks for uh, Harry comes clean. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate that. I appreciate so, that. Set the record yeah, straight. Set up like kind of, we should, we should have like comments, like theories, questions, and like queries and confessionals. And confessions. Yeah, confessions. <laughs> I love that. That's a really good idea. We might think about, yeah, imagine if we were sort of like a papal service yeah. and people just came to us, you know, to be, to be forgiven for their gaming, you know, sins. Well, like or coffee based sins. sins. Yeah, like not playing my sims would be one of yeah. them. My sins, we should say. <laughs> uh, you can you can forgive him for that. Um, right, let's have, let's have a little look at this. Uh, let's get on to. Wait, 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 we've got a long one from Kieran Williams here, so I'll, I'll get on to that. See if I can. He's on about the crumpets again. So for anyone uninterested oh, yeah. in crumpets, skip ahead. 
No, uh, who's, no, who's uninterested in crumpets, please? Sorry, yeah, Rich. Uh, no one should skip ahead, and why aren't you interested in crumpets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should, should be the real narrative. Uh, but Kieran says, Hi, folks. As crumpets are a rare occurrence in our household, I don't think I'd have anything to add to Crumpet Corner. I didn't think I would. That was until the subject of peanut butter came up. And as I've had a recent change in brand, I thought I'd share with you. Uh, as always, other brands are available, and I've not been paid by anyone to share my opinions. That's Kieran saying that, not me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we should probably say that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. Although, if anyone wants to send me some peanut butter, I'd go for it. Um, as I eat the stuff near enough every day, I decided a long while ago I should buy the healthy stuff. The sort of peanut butter you find in Holland and Barra, which contains peanuts and very little else. Mm-hmm. I started this journey with Meridian, which was perfectly fine. Uh, and Meridian Crunchy Peanut Butter and I had a strong, healthy relationship for over two years. A few months ago, however, my local Asda, other supermarkets are available, had run out. They didn't even have Meridian Smooth. I was forced to switch to Whole Earth. And then yeah. n- new That's what off. we have. That's what Rich has. He says, mm. good lord. Uh, you wouldn't think two products with the same ingredients would have such a different taste, nay, a different experience but it's true. Whole Earth is not only naturally sweeter than Meridian, but you also get far less oil separation, which can occur and requires thorough mixing prior to consumption. Anyway, Mm -hmm. thanks again for the pod, the crumpet, and occasional video game chat is excellent. (laughs) Wishing you all the best. Thanks, Kieran. P.S. Rich wanted a theory last week. You you may have reported rumours that Sega are due to announce something uh, <laughs> that might rile up the games industry. I think it's pretty clear that they're talking about none other than the uh, Sega Superstars Tennis 2. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, tra- tragically it ironic wasn't. now because we know yeah. that it's... <laughs> Uh, whilst Sega Superstars Tennis 2 would be a treat, we know that it's uh, it's the fog and the micro. So, but yeah. thanks, Kieran. Good to know about that. I went for the trashy brands when I was. I mean, I got uh, Skippy, which is the kind of the American import and the one that's very, 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 very bad for you, but very, you'd, you'd very be like delicious. In, um, you'd be liking Goober, wouldn't you? Oh God, yeah. The and do you know, I've never actually mixed together. Never tried it, but I've always seen it on the shelf and thought that looks like filth, and I want it. But yeah. I've never actually uh, jumped onto Goober. Um, it's 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 awful. <laughs> Is it? Well, I mean, not to not to taste. It's incredible, mm. but it's awful. <laughs> uh, this from another Kieran, Kieran HD. Uh, the high definition, the, Kieran. High definition, yeah, highly defined. Yeah. What is the largest animal each of you reckons you could knock out with a single punch? Uh, rhinoceros, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds. <laughs> yeah, and actually, you'd, but... you'd whack it right on the horn, wouldn't you? Uh, sure. Just to show that you're hard with a dragon mm. punch. It reminds me of uh, Roberto Duran. The uh, the ex lightweight welterweight boxer and the legend was about Roberto Duran that he once knocked out a horse with a single punch. Oh um, I don't think that's possible, yeah. but who knows? You know, he was a, he was a very good boxer. Largest mm. animal I could knock out. I don't know. I was going to say dog, but dog would be really difficult <laughs> if you're only allowed one thump. Yeah. I don't think, there's a lot of dogs that are, that are, that are, a chihuahua. Away, I reckon it? you could you could you easily again, knock out sorry? a chihuahua. A chihuahua, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Depends yeah. on the dog as well. I don't know. Because they might... I, mm, it depends how, how good a defence they put up as well. Because a lot of dogs are quick and they'd have your hand. Yeah. Mm. A sobering move. thought. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we we shouldn't really be talking about punching animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's just don't, don't do that. Yeah, Ever. I mean, crucially, don't do it. Rich reckons yeah. you, could, you could have a rhino. I'd say I'd draw the line in terms of size. It'd be dog sized, and I'd be lucky, and it'd have to be a good punch. But uh, yeah, but crucially, you know, I wouldn't. So don't don't yeah. try that at home. But but you know that's 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 Kieran's thoughts. Uh, and we got a little a little uh, cluster of emails from uh, from Michael again, regular listener. Um, firstly, any word on a release date for uh, Vampire the Masquerade? Sorry, Vampire colon the Masquerade M dash Bloodlines two question mark. Um, didn't they announce something recently ish? A, well, a release window? Was it like just later this year? Yeah, I, I, the last I heard, I thought it was just 2020. But but if yeah. there but if there has been like more recent stuff since, I'm out, out of the, well. It was that Xbox Series X showcase, wasn't it, mm. when they last showed a trailer? And, I mean, if it's a launch title for next gen, could be out mm. November, December, potentially. That would be kind of cool. If it, mm. Yeah, if it, if it went out, I have a feeling it might be tucked in just before then. Like, like uh, If they said it was like late summer, if it was like August or September, I, I'll, I'll say September or, or, or just before, I think. Yeah, that's I think that's that's, that's my if I was a, if I was yeah. a betting man, I was going to put some money down. That's what I would do. That's my window that I would I choose. Think that's sensible. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, also isn't Cyberpunk September as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think, think that, that they'd either want to pip it in just before that, maybe August or something, uh, or wait till afterwards. I don't know, but that would be that would be my uh, my crazy betting compulsive uh, <laughs> answer. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> another one from Joseph. Uh, you guys got any hobbies keeping you busy? Uh, during these extraordinary times, besides video games, I found myself finally doing the unopened <clears throat> jigsaw puzzles in the cupboard with my wife. Also, cycling a lot more, uh, like a lot of people are. Yeah, hmm. I've definitely seen a lot of people, like lots of families as well, like cycling together. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've picked up any. I guess mainly it's just time. It's just like if i'm reviewing i just kind of have to play i don't i, I mean I, well my big i read i guess i you know i read stuff i'll, <laughs> I'll either have a book on the go uh, or i'll just be reading various non i'm quite boring really and i like a, i like a walk especially at the minute my my hobby is 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 and i'm and i'm failing uh, is making sure that i go out every day for a walk which i don't often do um, <laughs> and recently i should say uh my obsession with crumpets is isn't anything less than a hobby. I mean, I'm oh, serious. Yeah. I mean, you guys have seen the the haul that I had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, you're, you're committed to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, uh, and then finally, uh, this from Ross. Uh, do you reckon we'll actually see uh, a PS5 event this Thursday? I'm not sure we will. Uh, yeah, what do you, no, what do you guys we, we definitely will. <laughs> the, you, you reckon we definitely will? It. They're not. No, they're not going to move it again. Hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, I understand the initial. It's weird, isn't it? It's like they they mm-hmm. move it on a week out of respect. I think it's the right decision. But then it's 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 odd that they all of a sudden it's just one week. Now now we're gonna do it. Like it's yeah. whilst there's a lot of sort of stuff still going on. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, if I was a betting man and I was gonna put money on it, I'd say yeah, probably it it will. I think you're probably right. We'll find out next week. <laughs> we'll be talking <laughs> we about see. it. We shall see. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right. Well, I think that'll just about do it uh, from uh, from the listeners and from us. Uh, thanks, as ever, to the listeners for tuning in. Uh, let's run through the things. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Go on Twitter, at JoshyWise, at RichieW82, at underscore Don Lothario. Uh, thanks, as ever, to uh, Andy B., Adam Cook and Colin Mahone for the lovely, lovely musical interludes. Mm-hmm. Um, tweet us at videogamer.com. Email in to podcast at videogamer.com or just go on videogamer.com for, for, for all of it. It's all on there. It all goes up on there. At the end of the day, it's your one-stop shop. Uh, what else have I not done? I think that's everything? it. I think you're good. Yeah, I think that's, that's the wrap-up, isn't it? Oh, that's mm-hmm. the wrap-up. All right, cool. Well, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Rich. See ya. And it's goodbye from Imogen. Bye. <laughs>